Dynamics of their relationship. Risking it all just to get down. Risking it all. Thanks, Larry. Videos. Hey. I just feel like I feel like since now we're on Mondays, like I just feel like the energy of Keith is just in here throughout the day. <laughs> like you're like morally obligated to come here with some monkey shit. <laughs> like you gotta come in. Like yeah. Monday nights too, motherfuckers. Like you thought it was, <laughs> thought it was just a morning thing. We just fuck Mondays up all the time. <laughs> I mean, Good we news, we are morally obligated to help people like finish out the first day of their week. That's true. Like it's, it's a little different on Friday. They already in a certain mood, but on Monday, on that, Monday, like they they need they need actually, more of us. That makes good sense because like good sense. Like you start out. With Keith and like he really gets you going with your Monday, but like right, right now you're petered out. You feel like you you made it. If you made it to us, you made it through the Monday. You have made it through Monday. Yeah, you beat it. You beat and you beat the shit out of Monday. And so. we gonna help you rejuvenate yourself and get ready to take on Tuesday all the way up until the rest of the week until you get to Saturday and you can recharge with us again. Honestly, if you kind of like, I should know the schedule, but I don't. But <laughs> if you listen, here's the thing: if you listen to the Good News app, right, we really can bring you through the week. Like various times at multiple times a day throughout the entire week, we can really, you know, like, you know, like, oh, fuck, you know, it's goddamn uh, Monday. And then you got Keith and you got us and you got to keep it a thousand on the way. Like your Monday's fucking lit. I know, like, never not extra got you on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'm not going to do this to myself. But all I'm saying is we got you through the week. <laughs> Somebody's got you on Wednesday and somebody else has you on. An, we Whatever got you. day you're looking for, you yeah. have support. Yeah. Okay? You have support. You from from a from a mental health standpoint, whatever you are looking for to help you as a resource to cope with whatever you have going on through your week, we got you. you can find something. It doesn't necessarily have to be just us. What's going on, everybody? I would prefer for it to be us, but we're not entirely selfish. Just we don't mind sharing the wealth. Slam that shit. Slam all of it. You slam don't like it. You it. don't like them people you work with. You don't like them Zoom calls. And for y'all who are going there, you definitely don't like just muffling through a mask. <laughs> Just plug it, just plug them shits in and listen, just all fuck it, just all, all day. Just tune out all the bullshit and you can just listen to all these different entertaining, enlightening shows here on the Good News Network. But you have to download the app first with your dog ass in case you ain't paying attention to all the instructions that we give you on a weekly basis telling you <laughs> how to do this <laughs> properly. Now, granted, we're nice, so you can catch us on our lives and all the other platforms that we just so happen to upload all this wonderful entertainment on. But if you want access to everything throughout the day, especially live, to be able to talk to people and get a response back, and you can vent, and you can feel like you are fully supported within your podcast radio venture, download the app. Make sure you download the app. Because we care. Because we care. Okay. Because we care. Like like LeBron's going to tell you to go download whatever the fuck mental health app that he supports now, which is great. But Oh, yeah, he does do that. Yeah, he, yeah but, I mean, fuck LeBron. Like, in, in this, the good in this news, sense. LeBron. In yeah. this sense. LeBron, we're putting this out in the universe. Yeah, manifest that shit. LeBron's going to throw whatever the fuck he's hey. with, and he's going to come and support the good news. 
He's gonna be on all the sports shows yes. and shit. And then he's he's, he's like, at some point he's gonna yeah. realize that you know yeah. we are somebody that we need support because we are supporting those that need support. Get on that shit, Michael. ASAP. Oh, we've been really fucking stepping on the fucking sports for two. <laughs> I mean, they'll be okay. You guys, <laughs> you guys will be fine. They can handle it. You guys will be fine. You, you guys are adults. You guys can can handle a little a little shaking of the table. You guys should already know that's what we do anyway. So. Hi, good new sport. Love you. I like that that's like our, um, that's like our disclaimer whenever anybody, they do the stuff. <laughs> we do, like, the, we do like, the things. Yeah, they just like, stuff happens when they, yeah, you know, like, thank you. When it comes to shaking the table of t- or talking of said topics that may be difficult, we're going to step in and say the things that other people might not want to say. Like, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's kind of today. There's going to be a it lot of that today, day, that's today, especially for all the goat talk that's been going on. But before we get to that, in case you didn't know, I know we were promoting the Good News Radio app, but welcome to Just a Dope Ass Podcast here for our second Monday. Please don't hold me accountable to counting every Monday that we're here because I'm no. not going to do it. No. I'm not going to do it at all. I'm just reminding you that this Monday thing is, is brand spanking new for all you listeners out there. Man. So welcome. I am King Carter, D- a.k.a. D.C., one half of just dope ass podcast. Hi, I'm TJ. I'm Chad. Awesome. I'm whatever you. I'm whatever of the two. I don't realize how much I get Chad. I get Chad like Chadwick. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten Chadwick. Like that's when I know. Like oh shit. Like I don't really say my name or something like that, or people <laughs> don't like read because I feel like aren't our names in the description. I'm my personal bio. Okay. Like we, um, if I'm not mistaken, we have the links to our personal pages on the pod page. Yeah, and on my personal one because it it's really majority my mental health stuff. So I only post when I feel like posting. Mm-hmm. But like my contact information, my full name and title and all that stuff is on there. So there's no excuse. Granted, I don't go by my full name anyway. People normally call me DC. That's what I've been for a very long time. So mm-hmm. I, I get that, but. If you listen to the podcast on a regular basis, granted, sometimes we slip on the whole introduction thing, but we clearly say our names before the show. That shit's funny to me. Like when I've, I've when, to get like Chad variations, I was like, oh, this is. This I mean, it's, it's cool because it's funny. I mean, you get to you get to officially have like your celebrity moniker. Oh yeah, I got a whole alias. I don't really have a persona because I feel like I'm me, but like I, I mean, got an alias yeah, at least. That's pretty much it. For me, if somebody, like I have people that call me King, and I don't know if that's because they actually know what my name means because my name means King, or if they just forget and call me by my Instagram name. Either way, you're you're pretty much right. My Instagram name is just a translation of my name, so it's the same shit. You, on the other hand. That's just funny. <laughs> Chad! Chad! Yep. Yeah. Oh, who the fuck you talking to? Ain't got nothing to do with me. I only use the full name when you are acting up. I, you only... Never mind. It's, it's Sam. You have the ability to do that now, and I let that slide. So because I love you, you can get away with that. But the rest of you, the rest of you, y'all can't get away with that. I so pure you. Like, my sister's into these. So I've tried them for, like, the past two days. I'm not really sure how I feel yet. Like, I'm a protein shake guy for sure, but, like, this, like, protein in a, like, 
It's ready-made protein. The it's only weird. big deal about ISO Pure, not that we're trying to give you like free recognition because you're not paying us for shit. So fuck you guys for right now, unless you decide that you want to do Pretty that because we hit the gym every day. Well, I, don't, I work out at my home gym. It's but fitness. But either way, fitness. but the, the big thing for them is just like protein with no carbs. Ah, so if you're trying to cut okay. carbs, like if you're carb cycling and you want to cut your carbs, then you can do ISO Pure for a while because it's zero carbs. Okay, I mean it is right there on the bottle, but I just was like, you just it's some blue shit, just like yeah. a straight nigga. Yeah, you saw a glass she bottle was, of some yep. blue shit. She and was you like, you was about she's to been get loose. She's, that's it. I, that's a hundred percent because she's been using it for the past. Because she's like, do you want a flavor? And I was like, what they got? And she said blue. I was like that one. Like I did blue. Like I did blue for like the past two days. And I was like, all right, cool. Like blue. What is the stereotypical go to color for for drinks when it comes to black folks? <sighs> I think, I mean, shout out to Dave. You know, I want some of that purple stuff. Is that Dave's joke? Yeah. That was Dave's joke. Pur- purple. Got purple drink? Ooh, it's like the, the ones that are in there is purple, red, and I would say orange. Orange. Ur- yeah, orange. is purple, is red, and orange. So I would say those are the three, and then you just kind of have to discern between, like, you know, everybody's specific one. But those three is hidden. Does it depend on where you're from? That might be, that might that might have something. To I decided to throw that out there, cause I, I I think like if for LA people, if you grew up in a predominantly blood neighborhood, you're never picking the red the blue drink ever. It's a bar, unless you just like defiant at some point. Like I grew up in a blood neighborhood, but fuck them niggas and I hate them because they See, drink red shit, so I'm going blue. Red is also dangerous because you gotta be really specific to whether you're picking up a strawberry drink or a cherry drink. It's red. Fruit yeah. punch. Nah, it's red. Yeah. What flavor is that? It's red. You just gotta, you just gotta deal. A flavor, bro. Yeah, you just gotta deal with like, like there's no variety. <laughs> <laughs> blue is just like you. You figure it's pretty much blue raspberry. Yeah. Purple. It. Purple's part is great. It's great. It's some some variation of grape. Green. You figure it's gonna be some sort of sour apple. Yeah. But red. You got watermelon, cherry fruit punch, yeah. strawberry. You don't know what you're getting. I'm just drinking a bottle of some red shit. Red yeah. dye number nine. That's what I'm drinking. Yeah, nobody's going to give you like, you know, no, nobody's going to take care of you. Like Starburst, it was like, we're going to give you pink and red so we can just like know the differences and flavors. Everybody else is just like fucking red, bro. Right. Damn. Speaking of red, we had a weekend full of redness. A that Super Bowl, red. a red, red ass Super Bowl. That's what we had. And I can deep dive into so many. This was Blood Bowl. Like it, motherfucking. Sheesh. Weekend was they red. Had fun. They had so much amongst themselves. <laughs> we can celebrate for whoever. We we beat up mm-hmm. all day long. We yep. are celebrating. Everything was red. A whole lot of red shit. Like, I don't know how I feel about that because technically it doesn't red. Like when it comes to politics, that's that's them I mean, folk. Damn, and um, that's them folk. And what's his name? Was the fucking half time weekend? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he the was whole the weekend he was redded out. He yeah. Was, Everything was red, including the result. Why? (laughs) Because the MAGA GOAT himself once again pulled out another victory and won. White supremacy wins again. So happy, happy Super Bowl win number seven for the great Make America Again sponsor, Tom Brady. Yeah. Red on red. I'm surprised he didn't have a red hat hanging up in his locker again. Yeah, I, I, and I know that's been like 
basically just that's been a topic of conversation like especially since like Super Bowl time because whoever like you know well nobody found it like he put that shit in his locker like, you did that on purpose yeah you made sure it was facing forward with your dog ass and it was like um you know and a lot of you know conversation online is like people are always trying to like you know trying to shit and take away from you know his goatness or whatever and it's like well you can't you know deny the the you know the the fucking actions on the field like right. that is what it is and you know you could be one of these nitpicky people you know who dives into football and that's a great conversation if you're like you know for athletes but you just put him in the in the space of he's a great athlete but you know it kind of just the thought of okay at what point is you know does your athletics it is your popularity it does your whatever like you know, at what point is it, you know, because you want to separate them as being people, but at what right. point is it, you know, you know, this kind of goes hand in hand with you, man. At what point am I, while celebrating you, also kind of amening your bullshit as well? Do yeah. we need to separate it is one question I'll ask. But I also have the other side of me that says we're going to separate it regardless, but we're only going to separate it for people of color. We're not going to separate it for the non-melanated folk, the non-POCs, but we are going to separate it when it comes to the highly melanated individuals so that we can slice them and put them underneath the microscope in that little Petri dish and look at every little cell that they have and just analyze it all. But when it comes to somebody like said Magu Goat, <laughs> we just wash over all that. Yeah, because, like, <clears throat> you know, obviously, you know, you can do the Kaepernick parallels because football and, you know, they're on op- clearly opposite sides of the political spectrum. But, you know, when you look at just the issues that sprung from, like, the MAGA shit, it's like, y'all know, you know, this is not like a, you know, politics are different, but we can all be friends. It's like, yeah, politics can be different. If your politics are for, like, I don't know, man. We're discussing taxes. If your politics are, you know, we're discussing fucking, uh, you know, whatever the fuck your thing is. But this viewpoint, y'all know this MAGA shit is not a political view. This MAGA shit is is like a, you know, it's a social and racial identity. It's very, very steeped in fuck black peopleness. So fuck that shit. Like, and people online, you know, a lot of people's defense is like, that's his friend, that's his buddy. And I'm like, I got a lot of friends. I got a lot of buddies. But if my friend, you know, turns into like, you know, the uh, the downy old woman stabber, I'm probably going to like say, hey, man, like, you know, we probably I can't really fuck with you, dog. I'm not going to be like, yo, this Rodney and I've been loving Rodney, even though Rod- Rodney do stab old bitches. You know, he my friend who stab old bitches like, I, you know, you got to get help, right? Like you got to change that shit. Otherwise, I probably can't fuck with you, my nigga. That's because you stabbing old bitches. I mean, that kind of goes back to the whole drink conversation for people of color now depending on where you grow up will depend on the type of friends that you have i've grown up around game bangers ain't never banged a set in my life never tried to claim one was never an interest of mine but if my close friends are game bangers i know when i go to certain situations to certain places around certain people i'm guilty by association even if that's not my lifestyle Mm mm-hmm So why don't we hold other people accountable the same way? Like, this may not be who you are, but you're also not speaking up against that lifestyle. This is my friend. I'm just supporting my friend. That's great. My friend could be blued up from the shoe up. 
out here in these streets raising hell, and I'm right there with him. Like, it ain't got nothing to do with me. I mean, that's just my homeboy. You going with him. Yeah. You're getting profiled along with people. They're not going to look at you and say, oh, my bad. I know that's not what you with. I know that's not who you are. I know you're just supporting your friend here. That has never worked for people of color, especially in the courtroom. Absolutely not. When it comes to profiling, when it comes to anything, that does not work. You are here, so you are a part of it. You represent it, so you are a part of it. Even in even in the conversation of sports, like I think to parallel like um you know, like Floyd Muhammad Ali. Like Muhammad Ali clearly took had losses but he's considered the greatest of all time because not just for his actions in the ring but like the caliber of man he is right like people are always putting you know floyd you know and even me like i've done that like i'm like yeah i like I, you can't take away his fucking attributes and what he's done in the ring but you know you put all these intangibles are and like like you said for our for our um even just our athletes, all their intangibles are always tied in to what they've done in their particular field of craft. And it's like, I don't know if I can make this nigga the greatest of all time because there's clearly some character shit that needs to be kind of washed and, and and sifted through if we're talking just fucking football. Right. Like, I wouldn't, I, it's not like I want to go on record and say like he's just a blatant racist because yeah. he's associated with, you know, the whole MAGA movement. I wouldn't say anything like that. But even within your example of, say, Muhammad Ali, he went to jail for what he was supporting and believing in and had to come back out and prove himself again and get the title back. Kaepernick, somebody, I, whatever consequences that they have dealt, been dealt because of their choices, because of their off-the-field and personal life choices, they were held accountable for it off-the-field as well as on-the-field. And they lost something because of it. We've never held him accountable. Not even just Tom Brady. I'm saying in general. Yeah. You can even go back to, I always forget dude name, but dude that played for the Eagles at the time that was calling a security guard a nigger at the oh, country yeah, concert. Yeah, yeah. Dude that just beat up his black girlfriend and nobody's been mentioning that other than, you know, Shannon Sharp or black, pop, black uh, newscasters mentioning that on air. Other than that, it's mm-hmm. not the same type of accountability when it comes to white athletes or white celebrities, why are they not held at the same regard for their outside endeavors as much as blacks are? Yeah, because, like, I know this is, you know, which I'm cool with, this is definitely taking, like, a racial spin, but it, it even gets, like, even as we were talking earlier, you know, off, off air earlier through the day, like, how, I guess, we as, like, society just keep it, like, a popular motherfucker can, you know, slip through the cracks so to speak and um i guess like yeah just sitting there thinking like you know what the fuck is that kind of you know about like people talk about it but it is kind of examining like you know how much of of this art is like or this act is that good entertainment wise that you know because just as much influence as you have in this space your influence in maga world and all this other shit you know, you 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 know, you looking at him like, oh, you can't be like a racist motherfucking win the Super Bowl and most definitely, and that shit's gonna rock. Like even when you brought up um our athlete, our athletes, like I saw shit when we talked about our boy last week. You know, Shannon Sharp did talk about him, and people were trying to give him him a hard time specifically, but in general, like the culture of bro really almost killed this woman, and we talked it like Ray Rice was talked about for, for like months. six like months, like, and then he loses job off that like he had to he. 
end up getting released and all this other stuff and had to be suspended and then end up coming back and having to rebuild his career from that same thing with Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson did a better job of slightly rebuilding his career after his whole, and all he did was whoop his kid. Yeah. (laughs) This is my kid. I disciplined my child by giving them a whooping. I don't know the severity of the ass whooping, but many a black person has had that ass tapped by their parent. And a white person, which is fucking wild. And they ain't lose their job. He lost his job because he's a celebrity. You hear about him beating his child. But this person literally beat somebody within an inch of their life, and we're barely talking about it. But it's, like you said, when it comes to the black athletes, there's a different level that we hold for them. Now, you're saying as far as like celebrities in general, yeah, you, just, I you just can kind like, of sweep shit under the rug for them. But yeah. I don't think that applies to black celebrities, to be honest with Hell you. Hell no. Like men or women, I think black men specifically when it comes to fame, because for dom- most of the time they're going to be some sort of rap artist or athlete. Unfortunately, that's the stereotype that is attached to us having fame. Yeah, but- I mean, okay, what's a, what's a hot one? Like by comparison, and I'm not caping or taking up for bro, but just by comparison, you know, there's a a chunk of say Tory's career that probably is unsalvageable. Right. Like even if this was to come out tomorrow that it was like, Hey, gotcha bitch. Like not saying that's what it is, but if she came out and just was like, Hey, you know, surprise, like ta-da, he didn't do it. It's just been too long of dancing in this space. And it's like, you know, motherfuckers not like that don't happen for the other side or like, you know, it's just this weird pick and choosiness with how motherfuckers go about like, Oh, I believe this a hundred percent with unsubstantiated shit. This motherfucker over here has substantiated shit, but we're just going to kind of let that shit ride because we like whatever the fuck they do. And whatever, I mean, that, that's been common, like I said, for black men in general. We've we've heard countless stories of superstar football athlete that has gone to jail for rape allegations and had to be in jail for X amount of time and lost the ability to finish their career. And then you find out later that, oh, I lied. But if we were to do that on the opposite end... That would be talked about on a regular basis. They just kind of like, oh, you know, he was found not guilty. She lied about it. Okay, go on back to your regular life. If that was the situation and the roles were reversed and say it was a black woman making these allegations on a white man, it'd be a whole nother situation. That's like a, that's another complete, like, not trying to derail the conversation, but just the thought about, like, how come there's not, like, and I don't know if there is or isn't. It's just a thought. I don't hear about it a lot. But, like, how come there's not more, like, issue with if you have a false or it comes out that what you was allegating somebody, like, allegating, like, if you put allegations on somebody and it was, like, complete bullshit, why is there not, like, like, Lil' Kim went to jail for, like, lying. Right. So, like, ma'am, you lied to the point that this motherfucker could have got umpteen years. Maybe you shouldn't get umpteen, but you should probably have to hold that if you was fucking lying, lying. Right. Is that a thing? Do they like, is there any like ramifications for that? Do they just go, ah, try to get him drat. You got your, you got your freedom. That's your prize. Wow. That's crazy. Now I've heard certain situations where people have gotten deals for selling their story to whatever, Mm -hmm. or they've gotten some publicity and, you know, done some interviews and helped generate some money, but never to the magnitude of like, Yo, this person has to make amends for how they <laughs> wronged you for so long. Like you've had people like I was in jail for years. Not not like 
I did a couple years, like ten plus years. I got went in as a as a young adult, a, a teenager, and I'm getting out as a full blown <laughs> adult. Yeah, and like, all I got was, oh, you're acquitted, you're you're free now. Yeah, like if you lied on me, it's like yeah, that's crazy. Like okay, like say the um, what do we what do we say now? You know, you don't say like the. Uh, Come on, come on with it. Come, it's you know, it was the big, there. the big movie we just watched, and it was um like they got lied on, and he like they all they oh all, the Central Park Five yeah the Central Park I, I, I was trying not to say the Central Park Five I was trying to say what we're supposed to call oh. them, the, the acquitted, oh the acquitted five the acquitted five I believe so like even that the fact that it was like news and memes about the lady who like did it wrong and it was like no 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 man like you know. Why aren't situations like, why aren't these motherfuckers like, why isn't there a whole tirade of things that you gaffle them up because you lied? Maybe, maybe that one, there's a, there's, there's some loopholes and shit, but in situations that you like, this motherfucker lied on this person. Why is there not issues? It's not like we speculated. It's not like they were like, they said, A, A did these, these, and these things. And it comes out that, that you was lying like a motherfucker. Like, that's not even remotely true. How come the motherfuckers don't get no motherfucking, uh, <laughs> Just like the same way we didn't hold Trump accountable for the way he was taking out all the ads in the newspaper and all these other things during that time saying that they should get life in jail or the death penalty and all these other things. But yet that's also somebody that Tom Brady calls friend. And see, that's I guess that's the thing with me. Like, I know that there's all these loops and jumps and exonerated five. Thank you. Thank you. Exonerated five. There's all these like mental gymnastics about like, you know, how to you know that's your friend you're in this that and the third like all these justifications which you know to cert to a certain degree works to a certain degree are are valid but it's like also man like where is this like a little bit of discernment to be like nah man some of this shit is <laughs> in the time like using tom brady as an example like this is concerning because nigga that's racist dog right. and i think about like you know I understand you playing football. I understand that the pinnacle of you, like, we're all, you know, everybody's a millionaire. Everybody's, you know, so you, you're now are playing for glory. You want your, you know, you want, you want your motherfucking uh, head up there in canon. You want your yellow jacket. I can't, I understand. I, I completely understand wanting that glory, but like, is there an issue with like, you know, like, damn, I got to sit up here and buddy, buddy with a nigga who I'm not sure is really like you know does that thought process come out like if you're you know Fournette and you like I'm winning but do I really want to like hug and be all chummy with this nigga like right. you know what I'm saying like not to say that you know thank you you know as my part as a coworker as somebody who helped me get here but I don't know if I can fuck with you like this is the goat this is the nigga whatever I don't want you know I'm not gonna shit on the shit you know shit the bed and make it whatever but how does that fucking thing that's happen? where it hits different for me. Now, granted, I've never liked the Patriots, not just as a football team. I just the whole patriotism, uh, whatever. You, yeah, that you, can, you can hold that the whole <laughs> nine yards. And the team is in Boston, another area that is wildly racist and doesn't like people of color, not to mention all the other bullshit. And the team is like one of few really white teams like in the NFL. Then you go to Tampa, black as shit. Has always been black as shit. The area surrounding is black as shit. The players are for show like Negroes. And here you come. Trump's buddy, who's also Jeffrey Epstein's buddy. 
used to play for Robert Kraft, who's also friends with these individuals. Touched my wiener. And now you're the leader because you're the quarterback. You're the leader of our team. Damn. Granted, I get as an employee of this team, I have to say, all right, I got to work with this individual. I don't necessarily have to like them or what they may stand for, what Mm -hmm. they agree with, whatever the case is, but I have to play with them. As an athlete, you're always put in that position. I've had teammates that I know you may not be completely racist, but you got a little bit of bigot in you. And I understand because you've been growing up in the cornfield, so you don't really know much difference. And to you, you don't understand how the normal way that you do things can seem bigoted. Mm -hmm. I understand your ignorance in this department, and I don't hold that against you. But you're also my brother as as far as this team situation is concerned, so I'm not going to completely hold your ass to the fire. But I got one side eye on you, and if you move wrong, come here, let me holler at you real quick. We need to have a conversation. And see, that to me is a bit different, and I would guess I would hold – I know, you know, millionaires, professionals live in like a different world, but what you're discussing, you know, you're, you're you've grown this, so you have not experienced anything else to change your perspective. Now, if you've never experienced that, this is maybe your one peaceful shot for me to go, okay, now different perspectives are now laid in front of you. Right. Now you choose to stay on that side. Now I can completely say, fuck you. When I'm looking at a Tom, you got a track record. Yeah, it's just like you've been. You know what I'm saying? Like you've, I don't know, you've been in this position, you know, for for five ever, and your coworkers, I'm not gonna lie, man. Like you know, go talk all that, whatever. Shit don't move without us on these fields, right? Like from the coaching staff for the Buccaneers, from the mother, like you know, word to Gronk and shit. But shit don't move on these fields without us, so it's just still be kind of weird that you can be, you know, you think, and that kind of cup ties back to that conversation last week of like this air of brotherhood and whatever. And it's like, is it, or is that some shit they sell you to lull you to sleep? Because this motherfucker is actively sitting here supporting shit that got little, that got bodies that look like you laid out in the street. You just out here a gazillionaire. And honestly, my nigga, you one bad sneeze. They'll, you know, get you the fuck up out of here too. Like we are, we are brothers within the realm of this team and competing on the field, but everybody has their own life outside of this locker room. There's even division within teams. Like, we are unified in the aspect of competition, but that doesn't mean that you don't have different groups of people that are into different things and spend more time with each other than others. That's just natural because, you know, not everybody's 100% the same in the locker room. But, like I said, for Tom, you got a track record of the people you associate with. you cool with Breeze, who's also a little bit questionable in the way that he holds himself and the things that he may identify with. So everybody that you associate with is a little bit questionable, but not you. You're the GOAT. You're, you're, you are the GOAT, sir. You are just <laughs> devoid of any type of darkness or dirty deeds. Or like, just, no, I, I don't know. For me, I've always been somebody where I li- I've never liked Tom Brady. I'm sorry. I just can't. Like, being somebody that played ball <clears throat> and went through the whole process of, like, the pro days and, and all that other stuff, you're somebody like you sucked at your pro day. <laughs> you sucked at all of these things, and you still got drafted. Not that you got a shot. You got drafted, which means you're guaranteed money, six round or not. Like, I look at, you know, his other teammate who was mm-hmm. mine, Julian Edelman, who got drafted at the end of the draft. But I saw how hard he worked, and his numbers were great because he's an athlete. Tom was not 
I can be out of shape without playing ball for 10 years and run a better 40 than Tom Brady did. And you still got drafted. Not strong, not athletic, not this, not that. I don't want to say it's a privilege on his half, but there's tons of athletic black guys that would not get us a look at all if they did as terribly as he did. Then you get in this position, and from day one you are associating yourself with all of these things that later on seem very questionable. Like your friends didn't, those alliances didn't age well. Yeah. And I've just, I don't know, I've always saw through that and be like, uh, okay, how you are on the field, cool. Like I wasn't a huge Peyton Manning field, but I respect the fact that he's super intelligent when it comes to sports and he can slang the rock. I don't have to like him, but I know you know the game. I know you're highly intelligent. I know that you can prove your ability. That doesn't have anything to do with what you do outside of the field. Same with Tom. I can respect what you accomplished on the field, but I can't see past what you represent and who you are on the field, especially when we are held under the microscope for the same thing. Bars. Yeah. You know, I, um, I mean, Tom is like just the, the highlight because clearly Super Bowl just happened. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I sometimes like, I struggle with that just, you know, with how, I don't know, like how to tie or what things like how to gauge what's accountability and how hard you're thinking about what's bullshit and what's not. Like, for for example, like even bigger than just an individual, I'm a fan of the American God show. And I was a big, big fan. Like when it first when it first started, the first two seasons, they had uh, Orlando Jones and it was like a Nazi and like he was fucking killing it. Then he gets they kick him off the show and he was very vocal about like. You know, there was, like, racist stuff. Like, I was writing. They weren't paying me. It was just a whole shit show. And how he talked about even, like, you know, the main, the lead dude. He's like, yeah, he was like, when I said whatever, he was like, he kind of had contact with him, he said. And he was, like, not real supportive and blah, blah, blah. And I guess I think about, like, as a fan and it's like, okay, do you you know you still watch the show there's a lot of black actors they do they have like a, and i've seen a couple episodes like lately and it's now like <clears throat> i'm like thinking like is this like an apology tour because they're they're throwing in shit you know they're kind of diverging from the book like a motherfucker <laughs> yeah so they're throwing in like and now i'm like is this performative because you see other actors that are black and i'm like oh you know i like them in there and i like you know they're throwing in orishas out of nowhere just just, just threw it in there and i'm like now this seems like performative and I'm, I'll be sitting here wondering like, okay, in my own personal world of holding this show accountable that doesn't know I fucking exist. It's like, I guess like, you know, is it, it would that be like a, um, in this fantasy that like me supporting it or not supporting it affects the show or whatever. Right? right. Is it like, you know, slicing off your nose to spite your face to go, you guys had somebody here who was really, really about, say, our people. His character was also very pro-black. And his message was not just this endurance thing. The message of the character was like, burn this motherfucker to the ground. But at the same time, I do get to look on screen and I could, like, you know, I could have a fucking sea of kids and be like, look, it's Yemeya on the screen. And now we can have that conversation. It's like, do you, you know, and like shit, having conversations like that, I'm sure throughout entertainment about, do you die on the accountability sword every time or do you kind of like, you know, chew could and be like bigger picture or whatever. Motherfuckers use that as like ways for bullshit. I don't know. For, for <laughs> me, I would say you stand on your one. 
Now, granted, that's kind of a, hmm, a us analogy that some people wouldn't understand. I got uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but standing in integrity at all times, that's my thing. Because regardless of somebody else, whether they know you exist or not, if you have a million people that can stand in their integrity and say, I'm not supporting this, the numbers dip for said show and show gets canceled. Mm-hmm. So they may not know you, they may not know who you are as an individual, but if everybody is holding true to what they believe in and, and standing firm and not supporting something that is not really supportive of them, it's going to show. The issue for us is we become nice and wavery when shit like yeah. this happens. Now, I will say as far as, say, American Gods, it's performative because at the time when they let Orlando go, pandering to us wasn't the wave. The last year and a half, two years, pandering to people of color has definitely been the wave. So it makes you money to pander, just like this whole Super Bowl was a pander. Yeah. We let Jay-Z come in and direct everything, and everything is blackity black, black, black. We got to throw in a little country singer dude to perform with Jazz at Seven because we can't have too many black folks. We need just a little sprinkle of white chocolate in there just to appease to us a little bit. We're going to give you all this, but we can we got to take this with us as well. But it's yeah. still pandering. That, even, yeah, that fucking bugged me. Like, on the back of the helmet, I saw, like, because I haven't, like, once again, I've been trying to, even the Super Bowl shit, like, I haven't really watched football Cause I thought called myself trying to be one of these motherfucking niggas who's like, get fucked in that field. I'm kicking it with the niggas and they be like, you see, I'm like, oh shit, no man, I thought we was doing this. Like, <laughs> the fuck? Like, I watch clips on Instagram. I'm not paying to watch the shit. Yeah, that's really where I learned a lot of it. And I remember seeing that shit on the back of the helmets, like end racism. That's what bugged me. Bitch, Cause you got nigga? end racism on the back of Tom Brady's helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Who support? The fuck is you talking about? MAGA. Like, it's extremely contradictory. It makes absolutely no sense to me. But that lets me know it's pandering, especially because your ass is in Tampa Bay. Yeah. You can't pull that shit in Tampa that you can pull over there in Boston. Boston, you can walk down the street all day long with that. Tampa? I've been to Tampa. I I, I visited with teammates that's from Tampa. It ain't, you ain't about to, not, not one little lick of bit. You ain't walking down no neighborhoods in Tampa with no MAGA hat on. It ain't going to fly, champ. I'm just going to let you know this ain't, ain't going to ride like that. Yeah, Sorry. It's just, it's just it was, it's a couple things in that that just was like, okay, man, you know, everybody was really riding on the NFL, which sounded good, but it just still kind of goes back to us being like, hey, how about this? Look at this over here. You like this? And we're like, yeah, because I love her. I'm really a her big her fan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But in my mind, like, I'm watching her. I'm watching Jasmine weekend, you know, coked out his motherfucking mind up there, you know, just, yeah, you know, <laughs> just, you know, jigging in this bitch, perfectly fine. But, you know, even the Buccaneers staff, like I said, like a bunch of black people wins for women, wins for, you know, people of color. Wins but, you know, for the head coach whose yeah, name is Arian. <laughs> I start, yeah, I start thinking, yeah, man, I start thinking about shit just like, you know, you try not to be like the, you know, the nigga who shits on the, you know, because everybody always acts like, you know, when you try to be for your people, you end up shitting on all the fun and stuff. But, right. you know, I started to think about, I was like, well, damn, you know, we still ain't got no owners. You know, like. Biden said, make sure you guys hire some black people as coaches. Like, make sure you allow them to be owners as well. Because one of the richest yeah. motherfuckers out here, you just hired him to do your halftime shows. But he can literally own a team if yeah, you allow I, it. Yeah, I just started thinking about, like, you know, like, you know, just this is nice. 
And then, you know, obviously you look in the comments, you know, and I went like hers page popped up, went to the comments and everybody was just like, this is amazing. You know, uh, you know, it was a lot of great, you know, motherfuckers are great with making like little funny like statements. And it was like America or whatever the fuck they put it together and shit, which was, you know, sounds lovely on paper. But I'm like, don't do that. You know, and I'm like, but we still don't do that, people. <laughs> you know, I just how much of this is really like what are we really doing? Like what has really like changed? Have we, you know, accountable is the word of the day. Like, have we really like, you know, made the NFL like, you know, what's Fuck really? no, we haven't. I'm, yeah. I'm not even gonna sugarcoat it. No, we haven't, and we continue to not. But here's my interpretation on why. We can't hold a lot of other institutions and situations accountable for very long because we don't even do the shit with our own in our own community. That's a bar. We don't hold people accountable for the bullshit that they associate themselves with in the black community. Let's just be real. A lot of our stars are associated with bullshit. That's true. And we don't hold them accountable. We big them up. And then when somebody else tries to hold them accountable, or even if they're not holding accountable, they're just like, hey, yo. I don't know about that. They, oh, why you gotta hate? Why you gotta? Like, no, I'm not. But this, like, this don't add up. Like, I don't, I don't know about this one. But like, you may hold somebody oh. like say a Tory. We, we are trying to hold Tory accountable only because it's a male and female situation. Let's just oh, be shit. completely accountability honest. in those situations is one sided. We're here now, <laughs> so you guys know we got here. Get we talked right. about everything else. We Open really weren't even trying to get here, but as I heard that, we're here now. So hey, <laughs> go ahead. Since you're here, go ahead and kick the door in. Yeah, you know, just go ahead and sit down. Like I, you know, just you said that. Like you know, men and women, that accountability in a in various spaces is one sided. Like complete fucking coincidence. Like I was saying once. Also, before we went on air, like. Um, a friend of mine on Instagram, she made a post. Woman, black woman, black woman therapist. So she, um, we love those. She was posting on her on her Instagram and in her story. She just asked the question. She was just like, "Why is this um this narrative of I just need somebody that's gonna just put me a motherfucking check? You know, that's what I like. I need a real." Blah, blah, blah. And she was just like, "Why is this?" Why is this narrative like a thing? Why is this so popular? And of course, I messaged, I laughed, and I was just like, you know, said a couple of funny things. But she was like, what is the appeal, I guess, you know, to give accountability to all parts? She's like, what's the appeal, you know, from a man's perspective? I was like, for me, from what I've interacted and seen with niggas, I was like, one, as much as you like hear these statements and you think they like are just jokes. Niggas really associate fire pussy with crazy women, which doesn't make any sense. And if that, I'm not going to lie, if the untrue. if the bar is, um, you know, top tier championship pussy comes with attached to a crazy person, then you give me the motherfucking, uh, you know, best effort pussy. You know what I'm saying? You give me the, the 10th place trophy <laughs> pussy with a good attitude. Y'all keep that, y'all keep that championship shit to come with a crazy bitch. I want the fucking, uh, you know... You gave it your best shot, <laughs> runner up. Give me the runner up pussy. participation trophy. Yeah, give me the yeah, give me the participation trophy pussy <laughs> attached to great person as opposed to the crazy bitch fire. Nah, fuck that. I don't. Nope. 
I mean, if that's the case, they should just be beating down Skid Row's doors. Because, I mean, it's lots of mentally unstable women walking around that's out there. That's a parallel. Go get you one of them goddamn, uh, get you some tent pussy up there. You know, uh, they, you can help bring them in the house. I drove through downtown the other day, man. They they got the little washing portable. So they they hit you with a little, like, wet nap. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's been there. They, they yeah. have certain days where they pop up. But oh, yeah, you can put if, the wet nap on the. If that's y'all. the case, yeah. Why why are y'all down? Why y'all not down there? Why are you not helping rehouse somebody that is extremely unstable mentally? But supposedly, that is associated with the most awesomest vagina that one could ever encounter. That's bullshit. But yeah. that's a stereotype that we hold on to in our community. That crazy bitches got the best pussy and that, thug niggas got the best dick. That's, that's where I was headed. In my in my opinion, I think, you know, and that's kind of what I told. Her. I was like, I I think there also is this un, maybe not unspoken, but there's this narrative also that the bullshit. That you can maybe run on a crazy bitch. You can't really run to somebody who's like logical and goes, why would you? That didn't even make any sense. Absolutely. You got to go whatever, whatever. But crazy bitch wants to run around crazy, likes drama themselves. You might not even really be tricking this person, but they want. You're they, enabling them to be a certain way and not have to be accountable. They w- yes, they want the nonsense so they can say niggas ain't shit so they cannot be accountable I want a nigga to keep me in check because I like being this walking, screaming, emotional child of a fucking adult. And that way, you keep me in check, and my nonsense is your responsibility. It's about not being accountable. You like that ride, you guys? All you guys who buckled in, we got there. We took a little, we took a couple routes, we went and saw a couple houses, we took the scenic ride. Right? You don't always got to get on the freeway, but we got there. But yes, I think that is a big thing of this crazy. Fuck that shit. Sit down somewhere. What's wrong with you? Not even sit down somewhere. Sit down somewhere that is not my house. Cause you're not about to stay here. I don't have time for it. Like I'm, I'm cool. I'm somebody like. Said, sit down three cities over. And I, I don't mean. I think I was having a conversation with with a good friend of mine about this yesterday. He sent me a post which was kind of along the lines of, like I don't ain't no vagina that good. I'm sorry, that's just me. There might be somebody else that disagrees, but there's no vagina on this earth that's good enough for me to want to deal with any toxic behavior, any right bullshit, any none of that. If if you got a lot of issues that come with that, I'm cool by my damn it. I'll tell you right now, India loves pussy, Oprah's pussy, and the girl that's standing out front on the corner at Chick-fil-A, all their pussies are the same. It's all the same pussy. Like, sweat. You know, tight, given whatever, like whatever. It's just like depending you know, on your diet, it might not be that wet. Yeah, like it's whatever your you know history with it is, but that that narrative makes no. There's no nope. What you can do with it varies from person to person. That's great, but that also depends on how our personalities match sexually, because your personality comes out in your sex game as well. So if your personality's boring, you're probably going to have boring sex. If you're crazy and erratic, you're probably going to have crazy erratic sex, which means that you're not going to be able to really do what you need to do as an individual unless you're actually, you know, erratic as well. But yes, like not all pussy is exactly the same because not all dick is exactly the same. But at the same time, for me, for me, (laughs) for, for me, eh. When I'm weighing this Libra scale of what I would like to have and what I don't want to have, my peace and happiness and stability outweighs whatever you have in your underwear. Just letting you know right now, like this, this thing that you have is never going to trump my 
internal stability. And I wouldn't expect mine to throw yours off either. That's just me. If you can't keep yourself in check and this is able to control your life, then you got some issues you need to deal with regardless. You're putting way too much worth on this thing that is just a small piece of the pie. It's not even the whole situation. Niggas are wild. Bitch, you got a little little spice. You know, she got to have a little... Nigga, fuck you. Like, (laughs) fuck you and fuck her. Fuck all of that shit. Because you... We also... Getting rid of that stereotype. It's right now. It's some girl right now that looks extremely, like, homey. She looks boring. She's got glasses. She doesn't look like she's, like, an Instagram model or anything anything like that. And she will... All of that right now. Yeah. You chasing down this chick that looks a certain way. There's no guarantee that she's going to be the nasty freak that you want. There's some girl right now in scrubs and her hair is undone and it's not kept. She's stressed. She's tired. But she will throw that ass in a circle. I'm so happy that there's this like trend of things that, like like the statements being said online like big t-shirt big t-shirt pussy hit different <laughs> and it's fucking true man like fuck you niggas out here bro like you niggas are not have not like you niggas have not lived enough y'all niggas that out here man put your head on put this fucking t-shirt on man with nothing up under there that shit's fire but that goes that goes back Granted, uh, you guys probably thought that we deviated away from the conversation we did. But that goes to the parallel of somebody having a certain stigma that we are or are not holding them accountable to, which has absolutely nothing to do with who they are outside of this one realm that we are judging them by. I look at you and perceive you to be a certain way. So that just completely takes over your identity in my mind. That's not 100% true. There's other things and aspects to you that I have to pay attention to. I can't just focus on this one thing and overlook all the other bullshit that you're associated with. Say said crazy woman does have great vagina, but is it really worth all the bullshit that comes with it? No. No. Say Tom is a great quarterback. That's wonderful. But do I really want to call you one of my closest teammates if I know you support pedophiles, fucking racists, and rapists, and crooks, and dudes that love hand jobs from, you know, random women in massage parlors? Like, do I really want to call you my buddy? No. We can do this group project together because that's what it is. But outside of that, I'm still looking at you as a different individual when you slide that helmet off. Absolutely. And even that, like, even, um, that's something, like, it's also, like, a personal thing, though. Like, granted, everybody loves hip-hop. Everybody loves black culture. We don't love black folks. But with the MAGA shit attached, I'm just like, man, I just motherfucker just, you know, playing fucking, just don't play no hip-hop, nigga. Go play some goddamn, uh, that shit was, I was like, man, fuck you, bro. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not, you know, you... You know, what's that shit? There are no absolutes. I don't know Tom Brady's life like that, but I know what just from these speculations and shit. And even from like, you know, like what, what like Shannon Sharp and them said on, um, what's that first take or whatever? Like, there's just the conversation is out there. And I don't know, that shit be bugging me. Like, niggas just be like, oh my God, this, I'm like, they do a thing. Right. Like, you know, they do this thing well, but, you know, you can you you can either differentiate between them being like you know a decent person just because they're attached to doing this thing well. I don't know, like stop that shit. 
I mean, it's another thing that kind of boggled me about that, which kind of plays into that. Like, I was watching one of the other athletes. Like, you know, after people win, it's definitely a thing now for them to go on live and show everybody them celebrating in the locker room. Mm-hmm. And they went to Tom. And Tom was just packing up his locker. Like, everybody else is celebrating. Everybody Mm -hmm. else is exceptionally happy that we have won. We are celebrating together as a unit because we are brothers and we have just achieved the maximum goal within this situation. And you're not celebrating with us. Not saying that you have to celebrate like us, Mm -hmm. but you're not even celebrating with us. Looking at all the other things that you are associated with and you're not celebrating with us, that really makes me side eye you a little bit. Tom said, I'm not partying with you, nigga. <laughs> I'm not associating with you, coloreds. I'm not doing it. You guys help me get a championship. I'll see you guys in three months. I don't want to talk to you, Negroes. I'm going on to mind my business. But that it just looked weird to me. Like, I know. Said, Tom said, you guys could June bug by yourself. Most definitely. <laughs> Most definitely gave no fucks. Like I've I've won championships with people when I wasn't 100 percent cool with everybody on the team, but I'm hugging everybody because we've done this together. You and I don't have to be the best of friends for us to accomplish this goal and for me to appreciate your support. He's just like, yeah, guys, all right, we did it. All right, I'm gonna pack my locker up. Yeah, you you guys go do that. Eh, champagne showers, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, like, I mean, like I- don't even talk to don't don't even talk to me. Just let me just let me do my thing over here. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I you know, there's also a difference between, I guess, you know, this being some of those players like a staple in their career. Like, I finally won my one. I finally won this. I imagine, you know, if there's a part of the time where it's like, eh, this is not, I don't know, it's not hitting the same. Like, I'm not doing this. Like, I'm already, I knew going into, I knew coming to this team, like, they got my jacket already up there. My yellow jacket is there. I'm just doing this basically so i can just stomp dick on my legacy like you niggas will never nobody will ever catch me for the next so many years i feel like is kind of the motivation where it's like you know i just want to i'm i just want to make sure that i stay the guy because fuck you guys right so it's strictly an, an ego situation it has nothing to do with team or camaraderie it's strictly about me and my legacy like even <clears throat> i know they tried to draw some parallels between him and jordan and Kobe, like them having this particular killer instinct and mindset that's really focused and dedicated. That's cool. But Jordan celebrated with his team. Kobe celebrated with his team. Even with him and Shaq having their issues, they still won and they still supported one another and still reconciled. Like everybody celebrated with one another. You didn't celebrate with anybody other than the owners and the coaches. You shook hands or gave a nice little, hey, little buddy, hug to your teammates. I think shit. That might be how Tom played the game. Like It might know? be. I don't want to completely shut on him because I don't know him personally. No, yeah, like just that this is, you know, and that's kind of, that'd be kind of how white folks get down. Like while we, you know, like we are sold on the whole, this is football, is life, and my soul and my spirit, and, you know, Ray Lewis Jesus dance, and. <laughs> You know, like, you know, you it's it's a whole feeling of survive. This is how I identify myself. This motherfucker's like Tom who's like, I'm a freak this bitch, bro. Like I I found my niche. I work out, you know, I have my 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 stuff that works for me, but also, man, like I'm trying to get this paper, I'm trying to get this legacy. I'm not really 
you know, it's cool. I fuck with y'all. Me and Gronk are friends. I don't really need to know you guys because you niggas will be traded. I'm, you know, actually, now I think about coming from the Patriots, nigga, we can, I'm Tom. So we could really interchange whoever the fuck. He's a great lineman. Put him here. Do your job. I'm not really even in the business of connecting to mad motherfuckers because I come from, we'll switch you out. Like right now, if you niggas are not, it's me, it was me and Bill. Like that was the team. It was me, Bill. Then it was me, Bill and Gronk. It was me, Bill, Gronk, and Aaron before Aaron was out here popping motherfuckers. Like, I got my three or four, but I don't I don't really need to fuck with you niggas. Like, do your job. Like, that's what we're here for. Do your job and go home. That's, I'm Tom Brady. Like, That sounds good on the field and on paper. Yep. But I also, just going back to it, I know who you associate with off the field, and I know how they get down. So I don't know if I can completely subscribe to you. That's not who you are. Oh, no, I can I, say that that's yeah. probably an aspect of who you are. It's like all business, very focused, very, you know, let me do this. But I also know, like, your homeboys like catching planes to small islands to mess with oh, yeah. girls. So I just, you know, I just don't, I don't fuck with y'all. Like, this is a job. Like, I'm here to build my, like, like you know what I'm saying? It's very, like, y'all knew, like, even when you said, like, y'all knew what was going to happen, like, that's like a whole different That's a whole like nother aspect like, It's rigged like my <laughs> What? Like I even looked at like the fucking I didn't even pay attention to who was on that team It's not like Tom just won it I'm like it was a lot of great they motherfuckers They had a great defense Yeah And they had a lot of talent And not to mention the defending champions We lose our two starting tackles Who are essential to a quarterback's survival Our quarterback is know suffering with turf toe and all this other stuff which makes the mobile quarterback a little less mobile it's a lot of situations that got a little bit iffy towards the end but you know that's a whole nother deep dive and rabbit hole that we can go through hope you guys enjoyed our our deep dive or rabbit hole swim today of magatom and his seventh thanos win to snap his fingers and erase half of people of color because that's what they support apparently but be sure to come back on saturday where we'll discuss more things from our highly melanated and opinionated perspective big facts uh that's it man i think you know maybe we'll get y'all involved this week and we got a whole week between now and saturday you know see what y'all motherfuckers will talk about see what the bullshit is on we'll definitely throw some questions out questions out there fewer feel free to respond to them in the comment section feel free once again to download the good news radio app that way you can interact with us while we're actually talking like we do look at the chat box but y'all just don't be saying that y'all be peeking and don't be speaking but you can actually speak we interact with you if you, if you would like we, we consent for you to consent with us uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right bye enjoy the rest of your week everybody